One of the key runners tomorrow night at Albion Park in the rising sun is Bundoran, trained at Bathurst by Amanda Turnbull. He's having his first Albion Park start tomorrow night, but he comes up from Sydney boasting outstanding credentials. A former Kiwi, 15 starts for Amanda Turnbull, 8 wins and 4 seconds. He's a last start Menangle winner, 51-9, beating Alta Orlando in 408. Two starts ago, a runner-up behind King of Swing, who's the Grand Circuit champion here in Queensland. He's got great credentials. Amanda Turnbull is the trainer driver of Bundoran. She joins us online now. Amanda, appreciate the time. Yeah, it's great to be part of this race. The inaugural running, there's a lot of hype, there's a lot of excitement about it, so it's great to be involved. Yeah, definitely. Um, Queensland have done an awesome job and um, it's exciting to be in it. When did you start thinking this could be a target race for Bundoran? Um, only probably about three weeks ago, sort of. Um, yeah, and, and when he comes second to King of Swing, probably thought, oh, we better look at something like this. Has he just been one of those big improvers since he's been in your care? What were the expectations when he first arrived from New Zealand? Yeah, pretty high. Um, we paid a little bit of money for him and um, he had really good form in New Zealand and it just took a while to get get used to him and him used to us, but um, now he's in a routine, he, he's really going good. The thing that stands out with Bundoran is the speed, the change-up speed, point-to-point -point speed. He looks ideally suited at Menangle where he can just get to the outside and that big straight wind up. Can he transfer that from Menangle back to the smaller track at Albion Park? Yeah, hopefully he can. Um, he sort of, he'll follow any sort of speed. He, so, um, yeah, hoping he just gets a nice seat somewhere. OK. Only a couple of years ago, you were able to win the Sunshine Sprint with a horse by the name of Tactate. He was very quick. Is there any sort of comparison between Bundoran and a horse like Tactate? Yeah, sort of. Um, they're both little erratic sort of horses and, and very high-speed horses, so they're a bit alike. OK. Everyone wants to know about how this race is going to unfold. Does Krug hold up from the inside? Kowalski analysis out in gate four. Does he get across? How do you sort of plan this race going into that first turn? Yeah, I'm not real sure, actually. Um, just sort of got to see what happens, really, and just see where we end up. Is there a possibility that he could just slot in nicely? Oh, I'm hoping so, but... Um, yeah, I'd say you have to do a little bit of work early just to try and get a spot. OK. And what are your thoughts on Krug, the Kiwi three-year-old? Is he good enough to take on these uh, older rivals and beat them? Oh, I think so, um, with the Kiwi form and stuff like that. But his gate speed and his draw, I, I think he, he can handle them. Is expensive ego still the horse to beat, though? You've seen plenty of this guy over the past six months or so. Is he still the number one horse in this field? Yeah, I think so too, um, especially his Miracle Mile run. Like, um, he was a young horse in that and, and stepped it up. So, yeah, he's going to be really hard to beat. OK. So what are your expectations? Are, are you thinking you're a top four possibility? Do you think you can win this race? What, what, what's the, the gut feel? Yeah, I think, um, like, if he gets around the track and, and goes like he has been going at Meningle, I, I can't see why he's not riding it. Um, He's raced really nice horses there and gone straight past them. So, yeah, we just need a little bit of luck and, and the right sit. But if we're close enough, I think he, he has the speed. Yeah. And, and just to sort of break that down a bit further, when you start going through his form, 
It is really good. Like I said, so good last time out. 51-9. Second against King of Swing. He was fifth in the JD Watts against Lurham Lake, who's absolutely flying down there. Five runs ago, you beat Rock and Marty. Rock and Marty ran a terrific race against Copy that last week. So his form lines are impeccable right now. Yeah, that's it. And he, he's coming from so far back, like he hasn't even been just a nice sit in the 1-1. One -one. He's pretty much always come from last. So, yeah, it's pretty exciting. Mm. Has he handled the trip up okay? Settle in all good? Yeah, he seems really good. Um, probably worked out good that I had to come up a bit earlier. And um, now he's jumping out of his skinnies. He's really good. Okay, well that's Bundoran in the Rising Sun. Your other key runner tomorrow night is Elmer's Image. We get, to, or we got to see him on Tuesday. He was able to lead all of the way. Good confidence boosting victory that one. Yeah, he needed that. Um, he's had some pretty tough runs, so yeah, he needed a good confidence boost, and he really enjoyed it. Are you thrilled to have Gate One tomorrow night? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it doesn't probably have a lot of gates deep, but it's still a perfect draw against horses like that. Okay, do you expect to hold early and then just sort of wait for a horse like King of Swing or do you think there'll be a bit more pressure early? Um, probably a bit more pressure, but we'll do our best to try and hold the most of the others out and wait for King of Swing. But, yeah, but like I said, he doesn't have a lot of gate speed, but he has enough to okay, hold Okay, so he's, either, he's either going to be behind the leader or three fence but still capable? Yeah, I think so. He... Um, he races good everywhere. He's pretty good the whole timer and loves it, yeah. Okay, so he backs up next week in the sprint and then the blacks are fake as well? Uh, we'll just see how he goes um, this week. He sort of was always going to stay home, but then when we weren't allowed to go to Meningle, he got a spot on the float and, um, yeah, just to see where we can place him, I suppose. Okay. Well, two good drives tomorrow night, no doubt about it. Bundoran in the rising sun, Elmer's image going around in the Mr. Feelgood. Manda, great to have you in town. Looking forward to seeing a trackside tomorrow night. Thanks, Chris. There's Amanda Turnbull joining us. So, Bundoran, that's a good push, and uh, he's a fascinating runner in that rising sun tomorrow night. There's a lot of hype about the big trio, and rightly so, but Bundoran's just one of those X-factor horses. Darren Clayton, he's about to join us now to give us the breakdown on all of these features coming through tomorrow night. He would have been uh, proud to hear Amanda Turnbull on. He's a, a proud Bathurstian, and he's with us now. Darren, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Chris. Nothing like uh, a bit of weather from home here in Brisbane today. Yeah, absolutely. Fascinating runner, Bundoran, isn't he? Yeah, he certainly is. He's sort of, um, since he's arrived in Amanda's stable, he's jumped out of the ground. And, and like she said, um, you know, he's, he's sort of taken that step and now they've had, had to look for these better class races because he's just stepped up every time. And that run behind King Swing there um, oh, just over a month ago or... Bit, a bit longer now, sort of really franked his, his ticket to, to target these better races and he's saved for one sprint he's got a, a lethal turn of foot so um, it's like we've, we've sort of gone through the race a couple of times and looking at how quick they go early if he's close enough or even with the right card into the race and they've gone too hard he is a, he is a swooper that is certainly capable of chiming in And that was the key point that Amanda outlined is that he hasn't really had good trips in any of those Menangle runs lately. He's coming from near enough to last. So if he's handy, uh, it'll be fascinating to see what he can uh, let loose with. Yeah, exactly. And um, just where he, he positions early on, if he, if he does happen to just sort of float across early, well, he's drawn directly outside Kowalski analysis and, and uh, 
bit of a, a thought pattern there that he goes forward early. So if he just slides across with him, he might end up closer rather than having to end up too far back and, and be looking to come right around them. He might just sort of be midfield. OK, well, everyone's had a thought this week since the barrier draw was conducted on Monday night. For you, the rising sun, first ever edition, historic moment at Albion Park tomorrow night. Who wins it and why? I'm with Expensive Ego, and the reasons being um, he's five from five at Albion Park. His record there is exemplary. He's got Group 1 credentials there. He's won his past two starts this campaign since arriving. Luke McCarthy, no better big race driver. No better big race driver at Albion Park either. He's a premiership winner here. He just he just pulls the right reins when he needs to. If there's a, a high-pressure situation and a big race at Albion Park, he's the man you want to be in your team. And um, from the gate, he might have to do a little bit of work, but this guy, he's just... He's all-class expensive ego. He's won his last... Or since his last defeat, that was at the hands of King of Swing in the Miracle Mile. And he had to do all the work in that Miracle Mile. He had to slide up and sit outside King of Swing, only beaten a couple of metres on the line in a sub-150 mile. Everything just points to expensive ego for mine. He's the right in the right stable, the right driver, and in the right form. So, for me, expensive ego. OK, you're comfortable with the 260? Yeah, definitely comfortable. I think... Um, <clears throat> I've marked him round anywhere between the two, two, two thirty and two fifty mark. So, I think two thirty is rock bottom. But right now, um, certainly want to have a bet at that price. Okay, uh, we saw him here as a two-year-old expensive ego when he was under the care of David Thorne. He was so good. His record now currently sixteen wins from twenty-one starts, thirteen starts under the McCarthy banner, ten victories. His two, two of his three defeats have come in Group 1 races, one being the Miracle Mile, his latest defeat, which was back in early March. The other was in Victoria in the Group 1 Bonanza against Boots Electric. Do you know the Croupier has beaten Expensive Ego? It's it's an interesting little bit of trivia you've thrown in there, Chris. If the Croupier has, was a, um, has defeated Expensive Ego, well, that would make him look like a good bet tonight at Albion Park. <laughs> Absolutely. He's got the ace as well, hasn't he, the Croupier? Yeah, certainly has. Maybe maybe he can be dealing. OK, well, we'll wait and see uh, if those form lines tie in. But expensive ego for you in the rising sun. What about the consolation? For mine, this looks really open, but as Jerry just outlined moments ago, really good money trail for Will the Wizard. Yeah, which is interesting. I, th I think... Um from where he's drawn, I don't think he's as clear cut as that, and, and I don't. I'm not. Um, I'm happy to look outside and away from Will the Wizard. And for me, I think the value in the race comes from the two Ricky Alchin pair. I think uh, Captain Crusader and What's Up Sunshine. Um, What's Up Sunshine looks the early leader for mine, and then if he possibly hands up to Captain Crusader, they could be in a, in a, a lethal position to strike in this race. And at big prices, I just can't um, can't get around the price that they currently are. It's a pretty open race, like you said. What's up, Sunshine? He's took uh, took on the New South Wales Derby earlier this season. He's been a, a winner since he's arrived. Captain Crusader. Um, he was the he was the re recipient of the Luke McCarthy Peach on Tuesday. Was able to win the race there on Tuesday. Comes into winning form. Was runner up to Krug in the Redcliffe Derby where he had to do some work. I just um, at the price 
difference between those two and Will the Wizard, uh, I, I know where my money's going. Okay, what's up, Sunshine? Currently $14, Captain Crusader $19, so good value there for Darren in the consolation. What about this mare's race tomorrow night, the Fleur de Lille Ladyship Stakes? It's the final lead-up for next week's Group 1 feature, the inaugural running of the late, uh, of the, uh, the Golden Girl. His Ladyship Mile tomorrow night looks really open, and, and the key runner, without doubt, is the favourite. That's our Princess Tiffany. First up, but she's got a, a stack of speed on her outside. She's a 270. How do you see this race playing out? Yeah, I think it's a case of you have to take take advantage of draws when you get them, and our Princess Tiffany certainly gets the draw uh, this time around. A little bit uh, of, a, of a different preparation. She's been to Tasmania where she's taken on some longer races, including stand-start events in the Launceston Cup. Uh, she was off a 30-metre back mark in that event. So a um, little bit of a different... Um, different preparation but she comes into this she's the, clearly the class runner she's a, a group one winner she's a winner here at albion park importantly as well as a three-year-old she won the, uh she won the oaks she was then went into the derby to take on the boys was placed in that race uh again gets luke mccarthy up gate one gate speed um you know they, they're going to have to be at their best to beat her even though she is first up how much pressure she cops in those early stages we got saucy dream a go forward horse who likes to run the mile hard and uh currently an equal track record holder the uh, 151.4 is the current mark for the mile for the mares um has proven a little bit elusive to get past it's four mares all currently on that same mile rate of 151.4 so saucy dreams is going to be getting forward miss ruby sunshine has early speed so uh, our Princess Tiffany is certainly going to have to repel a bit of heat early, but I think she can do that, and I think she's clearly the horse to beat. For mine, just at the value, I thought Gerardus Delight can sit on her back and get a perfect trip. She likes to swoop off the speed and gets that opportunity here. Was a passing lane winner at um, at Albion Park two starts ago. Absolutely luckless last start. So a bit of value in Gerardus Delight, I thought, but Princess Tiffany... Certainly happy to uh, bet her at the price as well at the moment. OK. Brendan Barnes joined us on Wednesday and he gave Gerardo's delight a good push. He said he's low-flying, or she's low-flying that mare. So a bit of value there with Gerardo's delight. And what about this juvenile feature tomorrow night? I think it's been a good move by the club, moving this race to the opening night of the carnival, the Wayne Wilson Paleface Adios Classic. It's a listed feature and it's a great lineup. Teddy Disco, last start Group 1 winner. Danger Zone unbeaten. My Alderman Baxter unbeaten. Who do you fancy? Yeah, I'm sticking with Danger Zone. He is unbeaten. Teddy Disco's only uh, had the one defeat, and that was at the hands of Danger Zone. He was runner-up to to that runner in the Breeders' Classic. So um, he's certainly right there as well and gets the gate advantage. So um, if Danger Zone comes into this with any chinks, Teddy Disco's right there ready to capitalise for sure. Uh, my ultimate Baxter's an interesting one. Trained... Uh, out of New South Wales by Jared Alchin, but of his two career starts to date, they have both been here at Albion Park, the last start where he took on the older horses and was able to defeat them. So um, he might have to do plenty of work from out there in Gate 7. I'm Sparta, perhaps a little bit of the forgotten horse. He's um, He's got his form turned around a little bit with the last start victory, but danger zone. Um, rev the engines it's it's all looking towards another victory for this very talented son of got to go collect
Okay. Before we get to the trivia for the Rising Sun, your best bet on this 10-race program tomorrow night? Yeah, I think we can strike early. I think in race one, Bright Energy gets the perfect trip. Major do it, looks the likely leader. That'll give Bright Energy a perfect sit right on him. Um, and with very little uh, pressure, I thought, to the outside of Major do it, that should get Bright Energy plenty of time to have a have a shot at, uh, at him and get over the top of him. So race one, number eight, Bright Energy is my best. Okay, so nice and early there. Race one, number eight, the best bet. Let's just go back to the Rising Sun, tomorrow night's main feature. Race number seven, Crude, Crandall Getty, Blair Orange. For those that don't know, Blair Orange is the leading driver in New Zealand. He's won a New Zealand Cup previously, sitting behind Cruz Bromack. He's currently a long way in front of his nearest rival in the New Zealand driver's title. I think he's about 40 clear of John Dunn, who's in second. He's driven about 170 winners. He has driven previously at Albion Park, but he's yet to drive a winner. Crandall Getty, he's a... Feature race winner at Albion Park. It was many, many moons ago with desperate comments. So, Blair Orange, gate one. How do you think he's going to handle it? Yeah, I, I think he... Well, big race drivers, they, they've got the, they don't get to where they are, um, you know, by fluke. And he's sat behind this horse. He knows the horse. And I think what you have to factor in, the fact that he's coming over and risking a quarantine on the way home just to drive in this race... Um, Oh, and obviously um, there's the chance of the derby coming up as well with Krug, but uh, I think he'll handle it. I think he'll handle it uh, in good style, and he will certainly put this horse right in the firing line. OK, amazing dream. Nathan Purden, Mark Purden, father-son combination. Both have tasted Group 1 glory at Albion Park previously. Can they combine on uh, Saturday night, tomorrow night, with Amazing Dream, or do we have to wait for next week with the Group 1 Golden Girl? Uh, amazing Dream, I just really think she's going to struggle from the gate. I think she ends up too far back, which is a, which is a concern for mine. So um, she doesn't really have the speed to, to hold forward, I don't think. And I think that really puts her at a disadvantage. So, amazing dreamer, no, this week. Um, certainly the, the golden girl. Let's wait for a better gate there. OK, Brad Hewitt, no stranger to big race success at Albion Park. Black Sedans, he's the only Queensland train runner in this field tomorrow night. Chantel Turpin, Pete McMullen. Uh, can he provide any sort of hope for the locals? I thought he was a really good place chance in this race, Chris. I thought my map, I have Krug leading and leading throughout. I think Black Dance gets the perfect sit on him. Um, he was he was mighty brave last week. He was only beaten 1.5 thereabouts behind Expensive Ego. Now, um, you know, Expensive Ego is the favourite in this race, probably rightly so. But um, Black Dance, he's going to get that perfect trail in behind have to do no work, ready to strike, and um, you'd expect Krug will get him all the way to the lane. He just needs to take that shot. OK, and what about Spirit of St Louis? This former Kiwi, three for three since being on Aussie soil. Leonard Kane, a great opportunity for a good young driver. Can he, uh, can he provide Leonard with his biggest moment in the sport with victory in the rising sun? It's certainly going to be a test. He's going to have to be every bit as good as they've mentioned that he is. Um, I, I'm not sure whether he's quite up to it just yet. Uh, where he positions in the run, he's following out Amazing Dream. Um, Amazing Dream probably doesn't get him forward anywhere. Um, if Krug's looking to hold up, well, then the position 
three fence could actually prove to be a pretty handy spot to be in, especially with his acceleration. So, um, you know, that's where I would I would foresee that would be a good spot for him to be and, and just get that cheap run with his uh, deadly speed. OK, and the last one I wanted to ask about was copy that. Anthony Butt, he's driven two Group 1 winners at Albion Park. They're both trotters. He's yet to drive a Group 1 pacing winner at Albion Park. Can you name the two trotters that have given him Group 1 glory at the creek? Uh, I can name the first one. It'd be take a moment because he was an Inter-Dominion winner. As for the other one, you've got me there. Perhaps, uh, do we ever see Lyle Creek here? I'm not sure on the other one. Nope. It was recently. It was in the last... Recently? Five years, I think it would be. Okay. Um, Maybe even less yeah. than that. Yeah, um, you got me there. Majestic Courtney. Majestic Courtney, there you go. It's, it's hard to believe, though, that a guy like Anthony Butt, who's driven everywhere and has so many Group 1 victories, yet to drive a pacing Group 1 winner at Albion Park. Yeah, crazy to think, isn't it? But uh, yeah. that's where he ends up. Too right. Darren, as always, really appreciate the time. We'll take the tip with race one, number eight, Bright Energy, your best bet tomorrow night, and your tipping expensive ego to take out the inaugural running of the Aqua Construction's Rising Sun. Really appreciate the time this morning. We'll see you at trackside tomorrow night. Looking forward to it, Chris. It's been a, a, a long build-up, um, and I can foresee it's going to be every bit worth the build-up that we've had.